Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money, you're ready for your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now so you live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. And guys, it's not just about being rich, it's about living a rich life that through your ability to become financially free, you can be a blessing in the lives of others around you. And that's the ripple effect we're here to create. Thank you for allowing me to create that ripple effect for you. Again, our vision is always to get at least a thousand of you financially independent by the year 2030. And man, can you imagine what kind of world this would be if you were in that place and the people around you and the community you can impact because of that. So guys, thank you for binging and sharing and tuning in today. As a reminder, check out our YouTube channel, The Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. There's not only these podcasts on there, but there's even little bonus videos you want to check out. So be sure to go visit us and subscribe today. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and, and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys. So I got a special guest here. And, and, I, and yeah, you might hear me say special guest a lot because I really do. I'm really kind of a Nazi when it comes to the guests I pick. But I'll tell you that the Money Ripples culture, right? The culture that we have here at Money Ripples, like those core values that we have, things about being servant oriented, right? Like servant minded, you know, abundant thinking, right? Even uh, always constantly improving and always trying to have the highest of integrity, you know, those sort of things. Uh, heck, even being humbly confident, you know, like we know we're the best, but we're not going to be like be ego, egotistical jerks about it. You know, like that's all part of our culture. That's what we try to instill and create. And I'll tell you, like when I went to do that exercise for those core values, I was, I was asked like, Hey, find three people you respect the most. Like who are people that, you know, and they know you, you know, what are those people? And the person that embodied that one of those three people is here with us today, guys, that is Jason Medley. That's who we have here today. He is really a big inspiration behind these core values that we have here at Money Ripples today. Excited to have him here. He is the, the, the brainchild, man. He's the, the guy, the connector behind Collective Genius, which if you've seen any of these guests, a lot of the guests we've had come on that are like, you know, real estate investors and turnkey operators and multifamily syndicators, a lot of them came from his mastermind, the mastermind that we're in together. So Jason, welcome to our show. Thanks, brother. Honored to uh, to be on board today. Hopefully, we can uh, drop some knowledge bombs up in here. And I I, I want to thank you. I, I didn't know uh, that our our culture had had such an impact on you. And it's uh, you know hopefully we'll get a chance to, to talk about that today and and how important culture is. Uh, 
So honored to be here today and looking forward to having some fun with you over the next 15 or 20 minutes. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So give us a little background on you. Like how'd you start out with, with in real estate and even getting to this place where now you're, you're getting the best, the best around the country of wholesalers and flippers and people like that around you today. Yeah. Um, the long and short of it is, uh, I had a, a boutique funding company, you know, back in 2010 ish, if you will. And, and, um, I was in another mastermind that was more marketing driven, not necessarily, mm. <laughs> excuse me, um, focused on real estate. And uh, a gentleman, told, a friend of mine said that, you know, hey, you're positioned to do this in, in, in the real estate investing space. You've got a list, you've got, you know, customers who are, are borrowing a lot of money from you. And so I thought about it a little bit and then I was like, you know what, you're right. And so I invited my top customers um, that were, you know, hey, this this gentleman's lending, borrowing money for me nine times a month. And this customer, she's borrowing money 14 times a month. And so, you know, I kind of pulled out the, the best customers that I had at the time and stuck them in a room. And, you know, we started sharing our, you know, systems and strategies and resources. And uh, then over time, it wasn't just systems, strategies, and resources. It was lending money, borrowing money, buying houses, selling houses, doing syndications, trading podcasts. Like it just, it just, mm -hmm. you know, quote unquote rippled. Uh, into into so much more, uh, and now here we are, um, almost twelve years later, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. And so you just so you're already in this whole term of space, and then all of a sudden it just kind of became this almost created a life of its own, didn't it? This this little networking group that you had. Yeah, it it did. I I sometimes look up, um, you know, when you're in the middle of your business on the daily, and you're pushing and you're grinding and and you're, and you're sacrificing and you're struggling, sometimes you can lose sight of just how far you've come and just, you know, what has, has, has been built. And uh, I'm guilty of that myself. And then there are times when I'm preparing for an event and I'm putting together a deck, a presentation deck. And as I'm building that, I'm seeing, you know, what it's matured into on how many, uh, how many people's lives it's changed and impacted. And then it, you just get really grounded uh, at, at that moment, because you, you, you've gone from the day-to-day the -day anxiousness of building a business and getting this done and that done, and, you know, and, and, and just kind of, I just kind of get really grounded on, on, on what it's become, and more importantly, how many people it's impacted, because that's, um, that's what CG is all about, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's created a life of its own, right? It's just became something that's bigger than you. It's created a legacy, for you really. And I know that's a big thing for you is that legacy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, a sign of a, a life well-lived for me, uh, you know, will be, I, I want to line out the door through the parking lot around the corner, you know, down, uh, down the block. <laughs> uh, you know, people came coming to say that that gentleman, uh, impacted my life. So that to me is, a and that's what CG provides. It gives me an opportunity, uh, not just me, right? I set the culture and you guys do the majority of the work, right? Think if you really right. think about it, the, the, the values that you just mentioned, and you know, you're not coming to a CG meeting without hearing those. It ain't happening. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if you've been there one time or, or 30 times, we're going to go over those core values. They're what laid the pavement. They're what put down the asphalt for what takes place after that. And um, those core values are, are what take a bunch of hard charging 
A-type personalities that, you know, we always say we put a lot of bulls in the same pen and uh, pretty much walk in the same direction. Nobody gets poked with the big horns. Uh, and so, and, and a lot of that's because of, uh, of those core values. And, and that's, those core values create, uh, are instilled in, in, in you guys, our members. And then uh, when, as you walk them out, uh, you do amazing things together, you know, so. Uh, well, it's, it reminds me of that that show, uh, the movie "Remember the Titans," right, where uh, the two captains are going head to head at each other, and and he's like, "See that attitude? That's the kind of thing that's just destroying this team, man." He's like, "Attitude follows leadership, Captain." Right? You know, just kind of yeah. slaps him across the face with it, you know. And it's true. Like you can see that the culture comes from the embodiment of who you are. You know, like it's created from that, but then it creates its own kind of corporate identity and culture too, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if, if you're, if you're listening to this right now and you, you, you either are considering starting a business or, or have one and, or, or maybe it's not where you want it to be. Um, or in reality, it may not be a technically a business. It may be a business, but not necessarily a community or an organization. Um, that, that's defining core values and, and determining what you stand for, what you stand against how you're going to operate what type of conduct you will walk in um that is that that is a very defining moment in which you become more than a, a business you 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 move into an, an organization a community a movement if you will um because when you make those declarations people will be either attracted to you or repelled from you yeah. um or by you and uh but the beauty of it is is when you when you plant that flag in the ground and, and you know who you are what you stand for what you stand against how you're going to operate how you'll conduct yourself uh, how you're going to deliver your product uh, uh people will the right people once you make the declaration will resonate with you and they'll want to well they'll want to take that journey with you right they'll want to help you uh accomplish their vision as long as you're helping them accomplish theirs right mm -hmm. and so um core core values are uh you're only going to get so far i think in a, from a business perspective uh, or at least from you know because when you get get to a certain point you got to build a team yeah nobody you know nobody wants to go to work for someone where you say hey okay you sign this employment agreement you sit there you be quiet you do what i tell you to do make me money and come back yeah. and do it again tomorrow right no nope, that that's only going to last for so long so uh, you know, if you're looking to excel, you're going to have to build a team. If you're going to have to build a team, you're going to have to have a vision. If you're going to have a vision, they have to be cemented in core values. And that's how you lead a charge, my friend. That's how you lead a charge, you know? You know, that kind of leads me to another question. I get asked a lot by people. And, uh, and I, I think it was a kind of a funny question. It's, it's a very good question, but it's funny to me now because I see where they're asking from, but it's a different perspective in my mind than it used to be. And a lot of people will say, well, Chris, like, how do you find these, these great people to invest with or these good deals? How do you find people of integrity? How do you find mm -hmm. the people that actually are good versus the charlatans out there? Right. Um, I would love to know your perspective on that. Like what, what would you, how would you answer somebody to say, I'm trying to find the best people to invest with, but how do I find those people? Like there's so many to choose from. How do I find the right ones? Well, I mean, the, the, one of the easiest ways, again, and, and no matter what industry you're in or where you're at, one of the easiest ways is to find a community where other people can vouch for them because they've done business with them, right? It's, yeah. You got a different pathway. If you, if you see something on the internet and then you start digging into it and, you know, 
you get a free report and you're in someone's funnel and you don't know that person from Adam. Whereas, you know, like for example, yourself, Chris, if you're in CG and you know, you're in there for, you know, six, eight, nine months and, you know, then you meet someone you connect with and then you've already probably heard about them and what they do and whether or not they, they they're doing it well. And, yeah. you know, if, if other people have invested with them and how it's gone and, you know, mm-hmm. you've probably seen them give a presentation and you, you, you know, you're, you're giving a, a you're given a lot of data points mm-hmm. uh, through being in a community that that allow you to process. Uh, you know, I always say I, I underwrite human beings, not deals, and uh, that's that's the best way is to be a, a part of a community that allows you to do that. Uh, I'm actually not, uh, although a lot of people may think this based upon the business I'm in you know, overly bright or intelligent from a structural standpoint when it comes to complicated deals. Um, I'm involved in a lot of them, but more so from a, a connecting the dot perspective of, of the people who can, you know, this person is going to structure it. This person can bring the, the you know, uh, the debt. This person can bring the equity. We, you know, like I, I know the players, but I don't know necessarily understand deeply from a structural standpoint. So in order for me to focus on my strengths, which structuring is not one of them, that means structuring, underwriting, due diligence, et cetera. Um, that means I got to get good at underwriting human beings because uh, that's p- the part that I bring to the table because someone else has to do the other stuff that we just we just talked about, right? Um, so, yeah. you know, the, the, when you can get into a community and, and you have people who can validate uh, those investors. And then at the same time, you are spending time with them. You know, if you really think about it, Chris, I, I think through this sometimes outside of your, your, your wife and your kids, mm-hmm. right. There's probably not many other people on the planet that you spend more time with on an annual basis than the members of the communities you belong to like collective genius and freedom Founders, right? That's very true. You, yeah. Think about CG. We, we get together every quarter, um, you're there for three or four days times four, you're, you know, 15, 16 days a year Yeah. Um, that you spend with these people and you just develop a certain level of comfort. And then if, if you're not all the way comfortable, you know, you can ask around inside the community. Like there's just, you know, get, getting in a community uh, where other investors are is, is, is the best way to, you know, underwrite human beings, I guess you'd say. <laughs> yeah, I really like, I really like that phrase, underwrite human beings, you know, or it's like, you know, or for those people that don't know what underwrite means, I mean, it's like researching, right? Like you invest in humans, the people that are doing the deals, not so much the deals in and of themselves. It's more about the yeah. person. Some of it's not research. Some of it's just your gut, right? Like yeah. I'm at this, you know, I'm at this man, he, that, that's a good, you know, some people you just know, you know, mm-hmm. some people you just, you just know, like that's a good that's a good cat right there yeah yeah Yeah. and even if you're not sure you just have a conversation with them for at least half hour and an hour and you're like dang that that person's even cooler than i thought they were you know they're Mm -hmm. like they're Mm -hmm. brilliant you know i think like we had fernando angelucci on recently who's in our group right and he just turned 30 and i'm thinking my goodness i did not sound that cool when i was 30 like i was not that smart and that guy is brilliant oh i know it is staggering i sent him a message the other day obviously i'm 50 he's 30 right so I, I was like giving him the dad speech I was like dude man I'm so proud of you you know like at 30 years old what you're accomplishing and mm-hmm. like just super proud of uh, and I've seen him he's been in CG now for 
I think he's three plus years. And so I've seen him mature. Yeah. Uh, and it's just been a cool, it's been a cool ride, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So if someone want to create a community like that, how would they do it? Like, how do they get something to actually, you know, create something that's amazing, right? With great people and that sort of thing. Yeah. My first, <laughs> my first suggestion would be to try to find them. No, uh, they're much easier to join than they are to create. Uh, but <laughs> if if you are going to create a community, um, I think first you'd have to take a do a personal assessment of mm-hmm. really what your desired outcomes are. Because if the purpose of the community is to fulfill your desires and your desires alone, it's going to crash and burn. Um, but if you have a genuine interest, like a, a genuine interest in helping people get what they want, you know, I mean, I don't know who it was, who's the guy, Zig Ziglar, maybe that mm-hmm. said, if you help people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you take a genuine, genuine interest in helping people, that, that's what a community is about. Like that is what CG is about. That is what peer to peer network groups are about. That is what masterminds, good ones at, at least are mm-hmm. about. Right. How do we help each other elevate? Um, yeah. And and, and so, you know, the first thing I would do is take a personal assessment to figure out if that's uh, not that you couldn't form one, but if you want to have anything of magnitude, you, you really you really have to have a deep interest in, in helping people accomplish what they want to accomplish. Um, like to me, that's my paycheck. That's my currency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's you get to a certain point in life where you, you may not be Warren Buffett or Bill Gates or any, you know, that level of rich, but you get to a certain point where more money isn't going to change your life. And mm-hmm. then you look at, well, if, if the rush of money is no longer have, has adrenaline attached to it, what does? And when you change yeah. people's lives, that's, that's kind of got an adrenaline rush to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would assess, do you want to help other people? And then when you do, um, it's a hard way. To, it's a hard to start. You know, we're 12 years old. We have a lot of momentum, but I would sit down with you. You know, you got to put a date in place. That's the best way to pigeonhole yourself is to mm-hmm. pick a date, pick a location and commit to it. Because here's what you got to think about. When the first person says, yes, Chris, I will come. Mm-hmm. It's on after that, right? <laughs> yep. It's on. Like if somebody's going to get on a plane uh, and they made the commitment, then you better get some people in. And so I would encourage you, it's, it's difficult at first, you know, to, to mark, to mark, do marketing and that kind of stuff. When you first start a community, um, there's really not much there to, 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 to market. Right. And so I would encourage people to, you know, if you're someone of influence or want to create influence to go through your Rolodex and, you know, pick a date, uh, pick a venue and just tell people that, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to bring some high caliber human beings together um, for a day or two and really, really share what is working in their lives um, from a systems, from a strategies, from a resources perspective. Um, and then to also also ask for help in those areas. What do they need help with? Um, what, what system strategies and resources would, do they need to get to the next level or to accomplish that project or to achieve that goal? And what you have, if you get, you know, it can, it can be five people um, if everyone has that interest when, you know, someone is asking, you know, Hey, I, I need help with X and mm-hmm. someone is sitting in that room that can help them with X, then that's when the value proposition begins to scale. 
you know? Yeah. Um, and it's equally as important if you're interested in helping people. That's why one of our core values is go giving is that you got to have people who are of the same mindset because they can't sit at the table and go, yeah, yeah, career, I'll help you with that. And then everybody mm -hmm. leaves and that help doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. Because um, that help really what happens after the meeting is what creates the results and the results yes. are what are what give you the ability to share your message and to get more people to come in to the organization but you know pick a pick a date pick a venue um determine if you if you you don't have to pick a niche you know obviously um you know there are there are communities out there masterminds peer-to-peer -peer networks that are just hey if you got if you're an entrepreneur you can come in um decide whether or not you want to pick a niche whereas you know ours largely focused around real estate and, and deploying capital etc um so decide whether or not you want to have a niche or just broad-based kind of entrepreneurial doesn't have to whatever you're doing it doesn't have to be business-wise you know but um yeah. and then um you know give each person the opportunity you, you, you got to be passionate about it if you're going to have to bang the phones a little bit you know be passionate about um you know, you're going to get a bunch of people there to help each other. It's going to be high caliber human beings, help take each other to the next level. I want to invite you out as a free guest to check it out. Uh, and then give each person, you know, depending upon how long the day is or how many people are there, 20 to 30 minutes to talk about, to share something of value with the rest of the group. And then also to prepare two or three things that they need help with. And then just create an engaging conversation that, that, that manifests, you know, connection between people uh and then before you know it magic will start to happen yeah. um before you know it magic will start to happen so napoleon hill who wrote think and grow rich one of the most famous business books on the planet did a study of the in titans of industry and the single most common denominator for their success that all of them declared was the mastermind principle. Mm -hmm. And that is getting away from your business or say you're starting a mom's group or whatever it is, right? Getting away mm -hmm. from the kids, getting in the room with the moms, separating yourself from the thing that it is you want to work on, separating yourself from your business, separating yourself from your kids, whatever it may be, separating yourself and then coming together to help each other be better at that particular thing. Yeah. Um, and if you set the right culture and you have the right intentions, the magic will happen. And before you know it, they'll be telling other people like, Hey, you got to check out this group, this community I went to, man, it's got good people. And they were really helping me be better, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and then that's when the, the magic starts happening. And then you can start kind of sharing that stuff, those results on social media and getting some exposure and creating lead flow and you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you end up having a group like yours where pretty soon you're having to turn people away because you're like, hey, it's got to be the right people and the right culture and the right situation, you know, where they get the maximum well, value. Yeah, and that's important. You want to have a grading process, um, not to be, not to create separation, but more so to just, you know, like um, if you're doing a mom's group, you don't, you can't have somebody roll up in there with no babies. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So you, you, you want to have a, you know, a selection process. And then yeah. at the same time, um, 
it's not just selection from a, well, how many kids do you have? There's a selection from a values perspective. You know, you want to screen someone. Don't just show up at the event. Let's, we need to get on the phone, talk first, just to make sure we're after the same thing. You know, yeah. hey, you got four kids and you're a mom and blah, blah, blah. You fit that criteria, but you're not necessarily on the same page with what we're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. uh, at the event. So it's probably not a right fit, you know? So you definitely want to have a screening or a grading process, uh, if you will, to ensure that you're, you know, it's one, one bad apple can can bring down the, the community and so you 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 uh culture before commission is what we say mm-hmm. here at cg so you may very well have a rock star on the phone who's applied to be a member of the organization and they may very well have the money to join but yeah. if they are not a fit uh for our culture mm-hmm then it don't matter. Don't matter how much they'll pay you. Yep. It don't matter. It don't (laughs) matter. We turn away. We turn away a lot of folks. We make a lot less money than we could. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you think, is that true or not? Because if you invited people that weren't a fit, maybe the people who are a fit would leave. And so maybe, exactly, right? So maybe that's not necessarily true, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, that's how I would. That's how I started. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think most importantly, you got to embody those values and those, you know, those, those that culture yourself. And that's when people tell me, well, "How do I get people that are like really have integrity?" I'm like, well, be a person of integrity first. You know, be the person because they're going to be attracted to you, and vice versa. Like you, we're like beacons that find each other when you do that. Well, and. And sometimes even with a good grading process, people who may not have good integrity can slip through, but eventually they'll be repelled. They'll be repelled or or sniffed out, Mm -hmm. you know, eventually they'll be repelled by your integrity and your group's integrity, or they will do something where someone tells you, "Mm, I think they're kind of in violation of one of the core values. We need to, we got to, we got to bounce them, you know? So exactly. um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. part of the screening process. You know, you you have a gut, you got to make a decision, but then their behavior. If they if you've made a decision, you think they're on the they're the right person, and then they show up and they do something <laughs> wrong. Then you then you got to really define again. If you put your flag in the ground with a set of core values, and someone breaks those core values, then you have to you have to remove them from the community, even if that yeah. means giving them their money back. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. 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 Which when you're trying to grow something and make make a, a living from it, if you will, that's you know, you that will that will help you figure out if you're really honoring your core values or or operating from a place of integrity. Exactly. Mm. Well, really quick, I mean, I know we're we're wrapping up here, but tell us about collective genius. Like who are the people that would be qualified to come into your group? You know, who are the right people that should be looking to your mastermind? Sure. So we have two different uh, two different uh, communities, if you will. And one of them is, is has been around for twelve years. It's called CG Premier. That's the one that Chris is in. And these are really for higher caliber business owners who are established. They're up and running. Uh, you know, our typical uh, our typical investor, you know, say for example, is a, a house flipper who's doing at least a hundred plus deals a year. More than likely, most of them have portfolios um, of you know quite a few units. And then we have a, a, a selection of, of folks, about 10% of our audience, like Chris, who 
um, in a multitude of ways interact with those folks, whether it's, you know, matching you all his listeners to them who can provide the product that you're looking for, uh, etc. So, uh, you know, Fernando, for example, is a young man who uh, he's in a self storage space, and he's, he's just knocking it out of the park, especially at his age. And so we're looking for someone who's already running fast that we can help run faster. Um, you know, I would say the average person in CG is running a, you know, a five to $20 million uh, business. Um, and a, a lot of them are worth that too. You know, they're probably not that your net worth is defined by your, you know, how many dollars you have, but I'd say, you know, a lot of our, our, our investors are worth five to 20, or our members are worth, you know, five to $20 million plus. And then we have what we started in um, January, which is called CG Select. And that's for, you know, to give you a comparative example, that's for somebody who maybe flip, you know, you know, say Fernando, who's got a couple thousand doors on the self-storage space. That may be for someone who's got 500 doors in self-storage or someone who's flipping 25 to 75 homes a year. And they are, although they're running a, although they are investing, they're not necessarily, they're not necessarily at a point where they are running and investing business. Yeah. I know if you didn't listen closely, that doesn't register. So let me, let me just say it one more time. Although they may be investing, they may not be necessarily running and investing business. Mm -hmm. And so CG Select was put together on a, a couple of, with a couple of core objectives, and that is to get them to a place where they're operating with core values, mission statement, vision statement. If you don't have those, you'll rarely get to the second spot, which is having a team that functions on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. The way that a team functions on all cylinders is um, they have to have a culture of accountability, and the way that you create a culture of accountability is through having measurable KPIs, which everyone functions with. And so CG Select was, was born to take that particular segment of business owner and get them to a place where they can look up and say, we've got core values. We have a mission. We have a vision. Our, we have a team that was attracted to those core values. And they're firing on all cylinders because we have a culture of accountability it's driven by metrics, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so yeah. Um, yeah. that was the, the purpose of building uh, the, the CG Select. Uh, that thing is on fire. We've gotten almost 70 members into that uh, just since January in what, 10 months, nine and a half months. Um, and uh, it's a much bigger, obviously a much bigger audience, whereas our upper level group that you're in, Chris, you know, we're at 174 members, I think, as of today, and, and we're 12 years into it. But uh just because there aren't a, a, a ton of people that uh, fit that mold or uh, that are playing at, at, at that level. So, yeah. um, but you know, you're welcome to go, if you want to yeah. learn a little bit more about CG, you're, you're welcome to go check it out. Um, and you can go to learn more about CG.com. There's some great stories there. Uh, an example of, of one of our members who's also on our leadership team uh, and, and a, a Eric Brewer, uh, kind of breaks down his his path of progression since coming into CG. And then there's a ton of other stories about our members, all very uh, transparent and authentic. And, you know, everything that we're stating in those stories is shown to you through screenshots. And it's all, you know, uh, uh, it's all out there, you know, all validated and, and, and all that good stuff. So love it, man. Well, definitely, guys, check that out. We'll put that website in the show notes. You can, you can definitely look more into the Collective Genius, but Jason, again, thank you for not just being on the show, but embodying what we're about here, you know, like really being 
that person of high integrity, that person that is looking out to serve and create value for others. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I love the opportunity to get on and, uh, and, and share with folks. And I just, I just want to encourage everybody uh, as we, we wrap up here. Um, one of the, the things that we talked a lot about today was having a set of core values. Um, uh, and I'll leave you with this. When I sat down to do this for, for the Collective Genius, how many ever years ago, I would rather have had my fingernails pulled out slowly one at a time um, than to go through and create a set of core values because I didn't understand its importance. I didn't understand what it would do to my business. I didn't understand how it would transform it into a community. I didn't understand how it would attract talent. I didn't understand the value of doing it. And I can only hope that if you've listened to this podcast today and you're thinking the same thing ah, i ain't got time to do that i need, I need to make money I need. you just gotta roll with us in and, and 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 take what we've talked about today from in a place of trust um because it will it does change the game and if you are uh looking to figure out how to do that or how to do that exercise i would encourage a book called um traction mm. Uh, it really talks about everything we talked about today, putting an operating system in your life or in your business. And it, it gives a, a, there's an exercise in there about how to define your core values, which you should do with your team. Um, or even if it's just you and an assistant, doesn't matter how big your team is, there's a cohesiveness that takes, that, that is created uh, when you do that together, right? There's a unification, uh, there's a buy-in, there's an engagement uh, that happens when you do it. So uh, if you're getting off of this call thinking, oh my gosh, that was boring. Uh, you, that's, I went through the same thing and I can assure you, you just don't understand the importance of, of uh, rooting in and, and creating some core values. Uh, it's a marked moment in time. I completely that. agree. It's a game changer. Not fun, too. not fun, <laughs> but a game changer. It's worth it. Definitely. Yeah. Whether it's a corporation or you're working on a community. It's worth it. So. Yes. Yeah. Jason, again, thank you for your time today. And Everybody else, it's not just one thing to listen to this, not just be able to hear the words, but being a doer as well. So if you got anything from this, is get clear on those core values, identify those, and then attract the people that fit in that team that fits in those core values, and you will go places, I promise you. So everybody make a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.